broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile. Everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow. Our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey. ACHA D1 Hockey, World Class City. By M Drive. Take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates. Show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. By Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be listening to us live tonight, Scott Strandy joining you from a beautiful Denver, Colorado, where it's been a glorious couple of days. And the uh, weather in the uh, low 80s, high 70s, sunshine, no wind, no rain. It's been beautiful. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh getting prepared for a big ITHSW WCHL game of the week, midnight, Friday morning in uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you tonight? Oh, sorry, sorry. I was trying to, I'm trying to get, uh, trying to get a good sleep in before the the midnight game tomorrow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice one, nice yeah, one. I love it. Gonna get my sleep. It's gonna be uh, a great <laughs> night. But you know, with you, you're you're there in Denver, and and I think you just bring the warm weather wherever you go because I was watching the Golden Knights game last night, and that was in Colorado, and they were showing on the local news here the weather, and they were talking about how the weather in Denver was warmer than it was here. Here it was like. Maybe we didn't get out of the 70s there. It was like almost record-breaking in the mid-80s or whatever it was. So you just bring the, the warmth wherever you go. Warmth and sunshine, Stephen. That's what I deliver. Warmth and sunshine wherever I go. <laughs> so people want warm weather and sunshine. They need to, they need to get a hold of you and have to visit their city. They're booking my travel. Exactly. Uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, I drove, uh, geez, 13 hours, I guess, on Monday to get up here. Uh, but everybody's been so receptive, so wonderful. I was hoping tonight that we were going to do a first. We were going to have my guest, uh, our guest, alive right here in my hotel suite. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the head coach at Colorado, uh, Benny Toller, had uh, some, some family issues he had to take care of. So he's going to join us in just a few minutes uh, via the app as we normally do. But as I said, uh, I am in Denver, Colorado, been uh, up to see the uh, the Buffs practice today, and that was pretty cool. I was going to get over to see uh, CSU as well, and then I realized they're going to Tucson, <laughs> so they're not going to be there. So I will uh, get a chance to see my NCAA teams. Uh, at Denver I've seen a couple of times already, and we'll be down to Colorado College in their new facility tomorrow. And then uh, ASU and Denver will play uh, a weekend series at Magnus Arena here in Denver. And then Sunday afternoon, Stephen, the Barracuda and the Colorado Eagles go at it 1 o'clock at uh, the beautiful Budweiser Event Center, and I'll be there for that. Then shifting my gears after I get a good night's sleep on Sunday, I'm on my way to Vegas. Oh, well, we'll just roll out the red carpet and get the confetti ready and the balloons and welcome your grand <laughs> arrival to Vegas and uh, wait your, uh, wait your uh, visit. We always, Vegas always appreciates when you come and, and visit. I think my streak of warm weather, though, from what I heard on the uh, news, is, uh, is going to be out of the question next week. It sounds like it's going to be cooling down quite a bit in Vegas. 
Yes, yes, it is. It's it's hockey season, and uh, it's getting cooler here. I think it's going to be maybe in the high 60s or low 70s for sure. So unless you can mark some magic and bring the warmth with you, as you as, as we've just said, then, yeah, I think uh, you might you might run out of warmth by the time you, you get here. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> exciting because the AHL season is going. I know it's not the focus of this show, but the AHL season started. The, the Silver Knights have a preseason game tonight in Tucson. And then, yeah, they'll be here this weekend to, to play Tucson uh, at the Orleans Sunday and Monday. And, and uh, you're going to be here for the Monday game. So that's exciting. And, of course, games in Colorado. And then, of course, and then we open the NHL season on Tuesday. So all kinds of good stuff. But yeah. um, let, let's not wait any longer. We got we got the coach with us. So let's uh, bring in our uh, our head coach from the uh, University of Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, coach uh, Benny Dollar is with us. Benny, Scott, and Stephen with you. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great tonight. How are you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing good. But you have which is a little bit of illness in your household. Scott's no. a little bummed that you can't be with him in his hotel room. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Well, that says one thing about what Scott's doing at this time. But, uh, <laughs> no, I picked up my little guy from school, and I could tell he was feeling a little bit under weather. When he comes out and only wants to play for five hours straight, I know he must not be feeling so good. So, anyhow, <laughs> thought I'd keep it because I was going to bring him down to the hotel with me. So, there you oh, go. Oh, well, that would have been even better. Uh, oh. That kid can tell you more about hockey than I can. <laughs> I oh, I could have just—I could have just sat back and relaxed and and get some sleep in for the midnight game tomorrow. And you—you you three could have just what you—you you and him and the kid. That would have just—that yep. would have been gold right there. That, that's the money right there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, Benny, as I was telling the audience before you came on, I had a chance to uh, get up to that beautiful facility of yours and oh. that beautiful community that you uh, you call home in Boulder. Um, man, oh man! Uh, every time I come up there, it's so much fun. It, it's so beautiful. The drive up there is enjoyable, and I uh, was really impressed with you guys today, working hard on the ice as well, getting prepared to to uh, go play Iowa State, who is a ridiculous six and zero already. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, they're a great team. You know, last weekend we played um, UCO and. Just such a such a hats off to you know a, a great program you know coaching staff the players are great they they work so hard there's like no panic on that team anything that happens in a game they just kind of shrug their shoulders and go and that was kind of our first our, our big intention this year was to kind of get an earlier start so we did kind of our our info meeting you know captains practice tryouts literally in like three or four days so that we could pick a team and we took kind of more than usual so we just really wanted to create, you know, a culture of competition this year. So, I mean, I literally assigned, you know, five forwards to a line and said, all right, fight it out. Who's going to be the three that play this week. So last week was a really good test for us to go up there and we'll go over there, I should say, and play. And, and like I said, you know, we, we came out swinging, did some good stuff and then they would answer and just kind of the earliness of the season, you know, that we have to learn to adapt to, but, you know, the one thing coaches always say, the, the game teaches you. And so it's before, you know, you hit the panic button and we got to change all this stuff. You got to let the kids learn. So heading over to Iowa State, I like to stack up teams. I, I believe iron sharpens iron. So, you know, I want to play good teams if we want to get, you know, our program up and running. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And as I've been telling anybody that would listen, Benny, for about the last six months, I believe the uh, – the WCHL is going to be the top ACHA Division One team uh, conference, I should say, uh, at the end of the year. When you look at top to bottom, I mean, they may not be there right now, but I think mm -hmm. by the end of the season, you're going to be able to look at all 10 teams and you're going to say, we're the best. We're, we're the best and the deepest. And you can see that already happening with the with the rankings coming out and six of your teams are already in the, uh, in the top 25 and Utah's knocking on the door. And then, of course, you and – uh, and Colorado State are, are trying to push your way up that way as well. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, it's been I, – I tell you what, I think one of the hardest balances as a coach is the the macro versus micro thinking. You know, it's – you have to be prepared and you have to plan for a future, but you also have to to be in the now and be able to adapt. You know, with, with people in my life, I always giggle at stuff that stresses other people out as a coach. I just sort of kind of, nah, we'll figure it out. Because you're so used to doing that in a game, a lot of sports, you know, you know, structure and they script, you know, say football scripts the first 10 plays and then they, 
you know, adjust to what they see from the 10 plays and offense and defense moves around like hockey. I mean, this is what we're starting at, but from shift to shift, things change and your players have to learn how to adapt. And I've just been so proud of this group. I mean, they work hard. You know, our practices start, we do morning practices. And I mean, there hasn't been a day the kids aren't on the ice 20 minutes before practice ready to go. You know, the whole campus is still sleeping and those boys are out there ready. They want more. And the harder I push them, the more they ask for more. So, you know, I I heard John Cooper do a really neat interview and he said something that I think really applies to us. And, you know, it's a saying that, you know, I think he heard as well, you know, you know, bad teams, no one leads. Good teams, coaches lead. Great teams, players lead. So we've had a lot of fun kind of let my boys get in there and get driving. So, yeah, we got we got a lot of work to do, but I think we're anxious to do it. All right, Stephen, jump in. Well, yeah, let me just ask about uh, how the excitement of actually being able to be out on the ice and to play games that matter, obviously after going through the last year and a half or so and not having the season last year, you guys were able to participate in, and now we're having a season now and you're able to get out there and play and, and uh, even if you're not going to get wins every game, but just the excitement of being out there and playing meaningful games again. Sure. Oh, boy, I, I tell you what, you know, this last winter, you know, when we didn't have a season, I, I split my team into, into two teams and stuck them in beer league. And just, you know, obviously the hockey, you know, it's, it's just, you're just having fun, you know, but my favorite part was the locker room. So here are these kids that have been isolated and have been gone and, you know, haven't been able to see each other and haven't been, you know, online classes and whatever. And just listening to them in the locker room, just give it to each other because they they made me play with them, which was just painful. I brought the curve way down. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not 21 years old anymore. But um, it just it was so great to be a part of that. And and I, I think going with our season this year, that's been one of our emphasis, you know, and I really wanted to make sure when we started to kind of pay tribute to, to the, you know, life is perspective. And for these boys to not have something and then get it back is what a lot of the world didn't get to feel. And I truly feel you watch them play and you watch them do what they do. Like they look at the ice different. They look at teammates different, like, cause it, they lost it and they got it back. And so, you know, we made sure we really, you know, stress that as a team, you know, not just we're happy to be here, but remember what, how lucky you are to have this. And they did, they've shown that. And then what was really neat too, is we were in UCO and um, last year, kind of during COVID, I got a call from uh, my best friend's sister that lives in Oklahoma city and her good friends, their son, um, Will, Will Hughes came down with leukemia and he, you know, wasn't doing well. He's a big hockey guy. And she's like, you're the only hockey person I kind of know is anything you can do. So we sort of kind of sponsored him as our team and reached out to him. And all through COVID, my guys were sending videos and we sent him a jersey. Well, since then, Will's popularity has just grown. You know, Oklahoma State and UCO, they've been amazing to him. And he actually got to drop the, the puck drop for the first game. And just to see this young man, and I kind of, you know, described a lot of his life and what he's had to go through to my players before the game to say, you know, here's a kid that has so many challenges. And, you know, what are we worried about? We sat on a a coach bus all night and we're sore. Like, look what this kid's going through, you know, and it just, it was great. So the energy was high. The boys took it right. He came in and gave us the skull buffs before the game and all the guys were pretty pumped. (laughs) I love that. Man, it, it was just amazing. And they made these neat and, – and I'll send you guys a, like a picture of the shirt. But they made a shirt with kind of the cancer ribbon. And half of it was gold and the other half was yellow. And on one side it had the UCO emblem and the other side it had the CU you know, Buffs emblem. And it's just – you remember what you're playing this game for. And the boys just – it's in their legs now. And I love it. I love it. Well, you gave me the opportunity today to visit with your captain. I want to play something for you because he was so gracious. We spent about 10, 12 minutes doing an interview, and then uh, he did this. And uh, this kind of just tells you where everything's at. So just listen in for a minute. Okay. This is Adam Trunco, captain of the CU Bus, the UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. How cool is that? 
Oh man, that's so awesome to hear. <laughs> Love it. Now my Love apologies. It. it should have been a little better than that, but I had a little mic issue, so Stephen had to jack up the sound for me a little bit. But man, what a great kid, and and he kind of exemplifies, I think, your whole program. He, uh, I could tell uh, Benny because when we were having the the conversation teammates were walking by and they were razzing him like you couldn't believe oh <laughs> yeah being the oh, media yeah. guy and uh, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun but but he said that same thing he said getting back on the ice against metro uh a few weeks ago mm-hmm. just was was just so so thrilling because you realized what you didn't have and now you have it back again yeah. Well, I mean, and think about that in your life, you know, when people get that ultimate perspective of things that they've seen and what they've, you know, gone through to get there, it's, it's almost just like it, it's sweetened, you know, the pot to everything. And, you know, it's once again, the fine line of happy to be here versus, all right, you know, we've got a, we've got a gift and a blessing. Like now we got to do something with it. And, you know, I, I never talk about past teams or I, I don't do comparisons because I don't ever want any of the players that I've had to, to hear things and think I don't have that respect. But what's so neat is each year things build on what they've been and they build and they build. And, you know, there's, you know, we've done a lot more with our alumni and we have alumni guys come out and help coach and get a part of it. And, and it's just it's a program that's building and it starts, I I hate to say as horrible as COVID, you know, has been and still is and the things that are still going on with it and the people that have had horrible things happen, you know, our hearts go out to them, but it's also been something that's been a good reset for a lot of people to look at their lives and go, Hey, this is what the change I want to make, or this is what I want to do better. And, and my boys have really, really embraced that challenge. And it's been, it's just been the energy. It's fine. I wake up in the morning. I don't even sleep to an alarm. I'm up early because I'm so excited to get out there. And they meet me with that same. And it's early in the morning. College kids up early. I mean, what the heck? Never thought I'd see that. <laughs> I got to throw one more thing in there. And then Stephen will jump in with another question. But I, sure. I asked Adam, uh, I said, can you, can you give us a typical day? Uh, in your life as a uh, senior hockey player at the University of Colorado. And he's, he kind of chuckled at me and he goes, you really want to hear it? And I said, yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> and he said, well, I can tell you, I leave my house before seven and I don't usually get home until after seven. And I love yeah. it. I love the entire yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, boy, those guys have been so much fun. What was really neat, you know, I grew up in Minnesota, so um, the Gophers, a few weeks back came to play the buffs of football and it was kind of right after we picked our team we had a little bit of practice and we had an open weekend and you know i showed up at the hockey house you know i got a couple tickets with some of the alumni so they took me by the hockey house and it was great walking in and seeing some of those new kids game day i come walking in they were like they didn't know what to do with themselves like oh god are we in trouble (laughs) is he coming here to crack the whip and I was just like, boys, we're off the clock. Like, enjoy this stuff. It's a sunny day in Boulder. It's about 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? It's like 75 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, going to watch football. And it was kind of a win-win for me, you know, because it was like the Gophers took it to the Buffs, which sucks as a, you know, as a Buffs coach. <laughs> but Dan Deepin's also awesome being a, a Gophers fan because usually we got a ticket to the toilet bowl every year. So I was excited. Okay, one more thing, Stephen, before you jump in. Oh, I, I know you got to get in on that Minnesota thing. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask him about this hockey house. Tell us about the hockey house. Well, you know, um, I, I'll, I would not make this up, but it's it's a it's a house where they spend twenty four seven studying with no music, and they get lots of sleep, and they just um, just focus on hockey in school. That's all that happens there at the hockey oh, house. I love that. I love yeah. That. Yeah. And if you believe me, you know, I'm lying. No, it's actually pretty cool. Like just to see them all there. I mean, I think there's about 12 guys in this house and it's a blast, you know, like a lot of the social energy goes, goes through there and they just have a, they have a, but like there's games out front. And what was neat too, is it was um, father's weekend, you know, how they do like a mother's weekend and a father's weekend. So a ton of the dads had come to town. So it was really fun to kind of, take off the coaching hat for a while and just, just, enjoy, you know what I mean? Just enjoy the sure. day. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank so. God. Thank God for Uber. <laughs> yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. So let me, 
let's talk a little bit about your your roster. Who are some of the? Uh, I mean, obviously you have high hopes for everybody in your team, but who are some um, some players that we should we should look out for this year as we as we follow your team? Sure. You you know what's really neat is we have kind of a an interesting balance of you know kind of some veteran and some some new guys and the new guys that have come in have really pushed the veterans in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like a positive. And the vets have kind of embraced it. But, you know, you you talked with Adam Trunko today. You know, we just announced our captains this morning. Um, and it was pretty funny because the coaches and I were, you know, talking about, well, maybe we should do it here. Maybe we should talk. And I just started laughing. I was like, oh, my God, we're way overthinking this. Our coaches just said, here are the captains. You don't like it. Deal with it. Move forward, you know. But for these guys, you know, we're talking to them. We're making sure everything's good. But um, you know, Trunko is one of our captains. Um, David Mitchell is just that kind of that Swiss army knife player that we have. He's our other kind of head captain. And, you know, M Mitch is just, he's got speed. He's, he's gritty. He's got fire. And, you know, he and I battle a little bit back and forth, but I feel like we both come from the same place with it. And I don't, I don't believe in people telling me just what I want to hear. You know, it's okay to come at me with stuff. I, I don't I don't ever mind that, you know, because we all need to reflect on what we have going on. But, you know, Mitch is great. Like just going through my lines, you know, Keegan Davis, you know, he he and Mitch are on the same line. Our defensive core is a little young, but the couple guys that we have kind of coming through, you know, Jared Peterson, you know, Jake Hager, like we've got some boys that can play and our goalies are coming back. You know, two of them are returners and we have a newer guy. Um, that just came in, Liam, that's just, you know, just lights out. He's been just fantastic going through. Um, I, I, what I would say, Ty, you know, we've got another guy, Brendan Hansen, his line with, you know, TK, like there's a good balance and they all kind of pack a different sort of punch. Um, what I like to say is that I can't just tell you like one or two guys, because I think for us to have any success, it's going to have to be coming from sort of everybody. You know, and you saw that a little bit in our games with UCO. We would be doing well, and then it would be sort of an epic mistake, like an early season mistake. And the puck would be in that good teams make you pay for it. And they, bam, put the puck in the net. And it was, you know, so the scores, you know, I didn't totally reflect, you know, how the games were. But at the same time, the scores are the scores. So you got to look at them and go, you know, that's the way it is. So I, I, you know, I have a few guys I could always like say the names, but I, I think we're going to be surprised with guys that are going to contribute. I saw three goaltenders out on the ice today. Is there one number one out there, or were they all uh, battling for playing time? You know what? Our last practice is tomorrow morning, and our bus leaves tomorrow night late. Um, we haven't picked who's who yet. Like I said, it, it's every I, I every. I could see that. I could see yeah. that today in the way they were battling. Yeah, every single day is, you know, like if, if you're not coming ready, like you're going to get passed. And what's so crazy is, you know, one of the things I said to the team kind of early on was, you know, this is the standard and this is this. And I set these, like I, I allow one unexcused absence for the entire season. One's like allowed and someone like overslept an alarm like the first week. So they're done with those. And it's funny, it's like only for people that are going to push the wrong end of the envelope, is that going to scare them? But for the guys that are dedicated, they're like, bring it, you know, hold us to a higher standard. And so the goalies, they know it. Like, you have a bad day, you could be my number one and you're my number three, just like that. And I think they understand if we, you know, deliver it the right way and, you know, show them, hey, you know, like I, I don't, I, I don't mix words with my guys in a, in a I, don't, I don't beat around the bush. This is where we're at. And you know what I truly believe is I tell them I'm, I'm a father before I'm a coach. And, you know, in my family, it's, you know, good boys get more leash, you know, bad boys get less leash. And they show me that they can handle the responsibility, which is the way you want it. So, yeah, they're, we're, we're working hard. All right, Stephen, keep going. <laughs> bring it bring it on steven i feel like you're holding back buddy come on come on ask me the tough stuff <laughs> okay what where do you where do you see your team at by the if we were to do this in march and we're talking the national tournament or we're, we're recapping your season 
what what would be a realistic uh, expectation or goal that you think you all could have? Whoa! Yeah, see, I call him out, and then he just There's totally that goes. Question. He goes yeah, right did, at me. You asked right for it. You did. I know. Has, I called it out, and he like put we, one right down the. We got a big fight here in Vegas this weekend, but I'm ready to pack a few punches of my own here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, um, to to say to say setting up setting up for March. Like, you ever know when you sit down with teams and you like ask them team goals, you know, and everybody always says, you know, go to nationals win nationals like that's their goal in me i've tried to kind of scale back like i said going back to that micro side of what we're doing and like 100 you know player attendance at practice you know in games these are our goals and to to achieve those goals because i think the end of the year is about setting things up the right way and like focusing on each game not looking ahead not you know going into a seat going oh my god these guys are so good to rank number one they're going to kill us or, oh, these guys haven't been doing well. We're just going to kill them. Like, to, to lose that mentality that it's one speed for every team that we play. And from even just what I saw this last weekend, I, I, I know that we got beat in both the games. But I felt in my heart that we have the talent to hang with people. And if what you're fixing is X's and O's, then I think you should you should be optimistic. And you should focus on your process of taking care of school, taking care of your body, you know, with COVID and all the sicknesses, like getting through that and, and not getting hurt and take, you know, recovering from games. So I'm a process guy and I, and I truly feel, I truly feel this because I don't say what I don't mean. I think we can be standing with the big boys at the end of the year, come March. I think we're still going to be playing hockey if we can focus on our process. And that's what differentiates because the process is a grind and it's hard. Hockey's a long season. You know, some start early and they're done by Thanksgiving. Like, we're just getting going by then. Okay, so you're going to Iowa State. Um, yep. You come back from Iowa State and you get the University of Utah on your home campus. Yep. Um, yep. How excited are you for that? Because we had Morgan Feeney on uh, last week's show, and I asked him what it was like to prepare to play the two-time defending champions, uh, and he was very confident and – uh, you know, I just kind of had a gut feeling that he knew what he was talking about. And lo and behold, they swept you, uh, Arizona in, mm -hmm. uh, in Salt Lake City. So now they're coming to face you. Yeah. What do you expect? Well, just that. Um, they're, they're, I, I don't take any team that we play, like, you know, too easy or too hard. It's, it's, we've got to be at our best part of our game. And when they come out and, and show you that, they're a hungry team. And they're also a team with a chip on their shoulder, you know, like kind of moving into the division and doing whatever. They don't want to come in and be the doormat of it. They want to come through and, and wail on everybody. And it's kind of a similar, you know, approach to week day. The, the coaches poll came out and man, I, I just built that into the chip I put on my player's shoulders. Like, yeah, we're 10 out of 10. And we're, we're below teams that haven't even been in our division yet. You know, that's what people think of us. And I'm just like, you know what? But respect isn't given, it's earned. And I think Utah came out with that. So if they came and kind of, you know, took it, to, took it to Arizona and they've got a strong team, same thing I said earlier, good. I'm glad they do. Like, that's what I want. I want to play good teams. I want them to come here and be ready because, you know, we're going to be ready too. And we're going to, you know, play them as, as hard as we can. And, you know, I only hope that they're at their best game as well. Because those are the teams I want to play. So, so let me ask you this: Is it really Thursday night? I just saw that on the schedule. Is it, is it a yeah. Thursday, Friday series? Yeah. So, um, okay. So, can I make an announcement right here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you are going to be the uh, ITHSW WCHL game of the week next oh, week. There we, there uh, we go. I'm, I'm coming Thursday because I have to be here. Uh, Friday and Saturday for uh, for NCAA games at Denver yeah. and Air Force. So yeah. Thursday night, thank you for doing that because, uh, yeah, you're the game of the week next week. Steven gets See, you this week, and I get you next week. This and, is and what we do. We try to think of you. We try to get you to our games. <laughs> like, all I can say is oh, you're welcome. That you're welcome. And, and you're Scott, welcome. And Scott really thanks you that you're not doing this game at midnight like I'm going to be tomorrow with you and OV <laughs> yeah, and Utah. Right. Yeah, we're gonna see on the podcast. You're gonna be wrapped in a sleeping bag, like sleeping there in the back. Yeah, no, no. So it's great. We, there's a policy on our campus. So 
you know, for the most part, it's amazing having your rink on your campus because most of the places we play, you know, they usually have like an off ice rink that you go to. Um, and with COVID, that was tough because they closed down the campus. So the rinks automatically closed down. And then for us, too, when there's a football game, like a home football game on Saturday, we're not allowed to use the rec because the football stadium's right like on top of it, basically. Yeah, it's right there. For people that don't know, I've been there. It's right there. You pull up yeah. there, the football stadium's there, and then the rec center's there. So yeah, you can walk out of the back. football game there, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, you walk out the back door right into the stadium. It's amazing. Um, but then they should – so we were looking for ice all over, and the, the only ice I could find – that was, you know, close to us was like a like an 8:30 start on a Saturday night. So Utah would get done with the game and then have to get, you know, home and late. so I just said, "Well, what would you think of doing a Thursday Friday instead of Friday Saturday?" And that was like a win-win for everybody. Do you know what I mean? It it'll be great to have that game and and get it done so we don't have to be off off campus at all. And that's also nice cuz we're not getting in the way of the football team. So Yeah, that's yeah awesome. we're excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We love it. Okay, it's a short week, night. which is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Stephen, go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, we've got Thursday night NFL football. We're going to have Thursday night ACHA hockey. Two nights out, two weeks actually. Well, 11:59 Thursday into midnight Friday tomorrow and then the next yeah. week that game. But um so let me ask you, we just mentioned that the football stadium's there, you know, it's right there on campus. How nice is that to have that? I mean, and when you guys come to, to practice and, and when you show up for games and people come, you, you, you're right there on campus, you see the football stadium, you just you kind of get a true college feel. As you said, the other teams when they yep. play, you're going to other facilities and it's off campus mm-hmm. usually or, or wherever. But sure. you're, you're right there on campus. And so that's sure. got to be kind of nice in that regard. Oh no, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's amazing. It's a top notch, you know, recreation facility. Um, and I'm not knocking the ones that are off campus for the other team. I'm, I love when we, truth be told, it's a lot of fun to play on the road because a lot of the teams we play have a real passionate crowd. And, you know, if you were ever a hockey player, or if you ever liked to be in the arena, you know, you like to battle. I, I like when the crowd leaned on me. I like when they let you have it. You know, I, I don't mind, the, you know, being on you because it kind of creates that nervousness and that, that fun aspect of, of the challenge. So um, I didn't mean to make it sound that it's just, it's been really nice being, you know, on campus as well. Like when you, when I, I live down in Denver. So when I drive into Boulder for games or practice, whatever, I just love that last Hill coming down highway 36, where you just get a look at the flat irons, look at the campus. Like I still my stomach, like, you know, I get butterflies when I see it. I love to come down there to play. And, you know, you pull up, park, walk in, get ready to go. Like, it's neat. And there's a lot of people buzzing around in there because it's a rec center with, you know, pools and, you know, weight rooms and cardio stuff, climbing. My, my son, my he's six. He'll, like, run over to the climbing wall and just watch people. He doesn't care about <laughs> hockey. He just wants to watch people on the climbing wall the whole time. So okay, it's awesome. Let, yeah. let me tell everybody listening that you are doing it a severe injustice. Every time I walk through that place, oh. I'm ready to start working out because I can't believe it. Uh, everything yeah. is branded so nicely. Uh, you have professional stuff. I, I asked Adam today when I was visiting with him, I said, uh, it, I, you guys should be the best conditioned hockey team and be the best <laughs> yeah. conditioned university on the planet because nobody's got that that I've seen anywhere else. I'm sure there is something, but uh, sure. boy, it, it, it's fantastic. And and on top of that is you guys, uh, you guys are able to have everything self-contained. Like you said, the pool, the weight room, yep. uh, all of that is right there. And, and Adam commented about the fact about part of the reason uh, he selected uh, Colorado was because of the facility. Uh, you know, it, it, he said, it's not many that have a nice on-campus place like that. Of yeah. course, the engineering yeah. didn't hurt either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and Adam too. He's from like Planet Smartron Five. He's you know he's got a four point five GPA. I can't even spell four point five GPA. But um, yeah, no. Th- I mean these these guys are getting a you know a first class you know education along with getting to play you know a hell of a hell of a great sport. And what I love about this division too, and in playing like every year the teams get better. Do you know what I mean? Like every year we play, it's, oh, tell me I'm, I'm amazed by the skill. I'm amazed by the people that are playing and I see things in games that are just, it's amazing to me. So yeah, love it. 
Well, let me let me ask. We go back to the. You said we t you talked about playing in other buildings, and I've I've said this before, and I haven't been to every place in the WCHL, but I've been to some. I've been to I've been to Colorado and Colorado State with UNLV. I've been to you know I've been to ASU's place. I've been to uh, Utah's place. I, there's some great um, great atmospheres in this in this league, and actually ACH has a lot of great. But when you mm -hmm. look at some of the the teams and the and the buildings that you have a chance to play in. Um, they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty rambunctious. Uh, mm -hmm. How would you? How would you characterize that? The the environments when you go to. Uh, I think you kind of touched on it, but just maybe more on that when you go to these other places. Sure, it's, sure. It's probably some of the best in in the certainly the ACHA, but maybe in uh, in college sports. Uh, sure. Well, I I love it. So my I I always tell the story. I laugh about my my first game. So you know I got the job late. You know, the guy that was coaching kind of jumped out kind of at the last minute and kind of left him scrambling a little bit. So I literally got the job on a Sunday and our informational meeting was Monday. So, I mean, it didn't even hit me until I was driving down 36 and I was like, oh, my God, like this is for real. <laughs> you know, here I've just been on the phone for a couple of days and now here we are. And, um, you know, going in there, our first game on the road, we, we, once we had our team, we had three practices and we were on the bus heading to UNLV. So we go to UNLV. I don't even, I'm the only coach. I didn't have an assistant coach yet. And I'm the only coach. I don't even know my players' names. So I'm sitting there and I got this program <laughs> written up like, okay, okay. I'm like looking at the numbers and the names like, okay, you know, Billy, Frankie, you're up, you know, like I, I'm just trying to, and as soon as they do the introductions and the lights go out, I don't even know who my team is because I'm sitting there in the dark with these smoke shows and crowds screaming at me. I don't even know who's who I'm running both doors kind of back and forth. And it just, and we actually ended up playing a great game that night. I mean, they, they beat us two one, but you know, we fought like hell and it was a great game, but it was, I love the energy of being there And the next day for the Saturday night game. Um, the Knights were actually doing sort of their preseason camp and all that kind of stuff. So it was neat to be around that buzz of energy too yeah. in that rink. Missouri State, the crowds were packed, letting us have it. Minot, oh my God, we were at Minot last, you know, two <laughs> yeah. years ago. And on the bench, I'm sitting there and there's these two guys parked right behind me on the plexiglass. And every time I turn around, they'd like give me the finger. And I just would look <laughs> and I just kind of laugh, you know, like, oh, you know, geez, my mom's meaner than that, buddy. He got it better than that. And <laughs> I would take my water. So I'm sitting there. I've got like a thing of water and I kind of set it up on the little edge behind me and I reach over to grab it. It's on the ground. And I like look down, pick it up, take a sip and watching the game and put it back up on the ledge and coach or whatever. I turn to grab it. And it's down. I'm like, what? The? And I look back and I set it up and I look back. Those guys were kicking the glass and knocking my water off the ledge like on purpose. Then when I turned to look at them, they both give me the finger again. It just like, it was, it was a blast. Like they make it personal. And that's what I think makes it fun. Big hits. You know, the crowds are going, they're giving it to us. You know, UCO crowds giving it to us. Like the CSU game up there at their barn is amazing. I mean, they're cussing us out the second we walk like out, out the door. My players are all looking around and we love it. I I embrace it. I think it's great. So yeah, just every place we play, like the, there's a lot of energy. People want to see hockey and towns and places love to go to hockey games. Live hockey is the best. There's nothing better than live hockey. Okay. So uh, I just want to quickly touch on, on your schedule a little bit since we haven't been able to visit with you since uh, that came out. Um, sure. And obviously it's pretty conference heavy. Uh, with all your games, with 10 teams now, you're getting your fill of, uh, of teams that you have to play. Uh, yep. But but after that series of Utah, you get to go to Grand Canyon. And all, all summer long, Benny, people have been telling me that, hey, watch out for Grand Canyon because they're really sleeping giants. They're not telling us anything, mm -hmm. but we know who they've been recruiting. And, and yep. so uh, how close are you looking at Grand Canyon and that trip to, uh, to Central Phoenix? Well, I, I don't think – I don't – well, to, to tell you the truth, when you, you look at our schedule and you look at the rankings, we're the 10. So everything above us to me is, like I said, respect is earned. It's not given. So I don't look at one single team we play differently. Like to beat any of these teams, we're going to need some luck and we're going to have to play perfect games. 
And that we all know that's a really hard thing to do in the sport of hockey. There's a lot of, lot of rushes, a lot of movement, a lot of pucks. Just there's so many moving pieces that it's hard to play a perfectly sound game. But uh, there's, not, there's not one team I've looked at as, you know, oh, my God, I'm so, you know, we're not going to play well against them. And there's not any teams I'm like, ah, oh, we're going to just steamroll those guys. Like, I think there's probably people that look at us that way. You know, like we didn't have a great season a couple of years ago as far as winning and losing. And so people probably put us on the schedule there. And I don't put us there. And I hope that people think we're still, you know, not a good team or not put together. I hope they underestimate us. But I can guarantee you we are not looking at anybody we're playing any differently. These are all top of the line, great teams, tons of talent, great coaching and everyone that we play is going to be ready to, to bring it to us. And I mean, I, I think when you coach, there's, there's no other way you can look at a game. I think if you asked any coaches, they say that, you know, those are tough questions because everyone knows what they think when down deep, when they think of teams we're playing or that are playing us or whatever their schedule. But to me, we play, you know, Iowa state Friday night. That's what, that's as far along as I've been thinking. That is true coach speak. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. I'm Glad getting better at this. I'm getting Glad better at this. <laughs> well, take Mr. 4.5 or whatever he is. Yeah, and, right, uh, from Smartron 5. And yeah, him let, let him school you because he was fantastic today. Thanks again for letting me come up and, uh, and see your practice. And I got some more photos and stuff to put out. So uh, keep uh, track of the website. Uh, we have a dedicated one this year on Twitter. We have ACHA underscore ITHSW. So uh, okay. I'll be getting you some cards for you guys uh, when we come up, uh, when I'm up next Thursday. So. Oh, please, please do. Please thanks do. for and making, hey, thanks hey, for making it a Thursday this. game. <laughs> yeah, but hey, just for you. But I love this. No, guys, I, I love that you guys are, are creating this buzz and and building that this is amazing this is this is what it should be this is what we should all be doing you know working together to make our our conference legitimate our teams legitimate and just you know we'll, we'll keep doing our best to give you good hockey and you guys just keep doing your best to report it i love it we appreciate it that's head coach folks at uh, colorado uh, benny taller with us and benny i'm going to put it i'm going to send us out on this note again just so you can hear it one more time This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Buffs, D1ACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Stephen, I'll be right back to uh, wrap up another episode of Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Boys, take care. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team. Your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man 
have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Buffs, UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, our ACHA show for men's and women's Division One. Uh, our WCHL coverage, our WWCHL coverage. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Denver, Colorado. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh up in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, which I will be heading over to on Monday. Um, Stephen, you know the drill. I heard something. You heard something. What did you hear from Coach Benny Toller? Well, I first of all, people need to know that this is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. I don't think we've said that enough tonight. <laughs> Branding, my friend. Branding. Right, right. That's why I said we, people need to know. So that's why we we play those clips uh, so people know, and uh, we get our we get our uh, fellow players involved in the different teams, and hopefully we can get some more of the different teams doing that, and that'd be kind of cool to to have those little rejoins like that. Uh, but no, I I liked. Um, you know, I love having him on. I think this is our second time having him on, and and he's it's just his, his sense of optimism and uh, the excitement that he has for for doing this and, and coaching this team uh, is is real uh, amazing. You know, a couple of seasons ago when they played in his first season, it was it was a rough season for them. I think they only won one game, but you know now they've had a couple of years, and and I think they're gonna they'll. I think they're going to be a team that, you know, we'll have to kind of, kind of see how they do. And, and, uh, but I love what he said, you know, some things I wrote down here, uh, he said, um, you know, I asked him about the expectations and, and you know, I, and I think that's important because everybody wants to win an, a, a tournament, a national tournament, but you know, not everybody's in that position. Um, but you know, he wants to focus on certain goals and making sure players are, are in attending practice. Um, you know, not looking too far ahead. Uh, focus on the process was one thing that he said too that that uh, is real important. You, the the process of putting together a team, a process of of putting uh, preparing for a game, the process of you know being in the classroom and doing good good grading and good schooling um, is is important. And just the process of of being a, a student athlete and and playing a hockey game and and going through all that uh, is important. Uh, not just winning and losing, but the whole the whole process around it and important too yeah everybody wants to play good teams um even if you don't win you know it kind of gives you a chance to see where you're at it if you played you know see that's that's important too so those are those are a couple of big things that that stuck out for me but i just love having him on and, and like i said this is the second time we've had him on and he's just um a great cheerleader for for this league and for his team and and but but it's not it says though he's not afraid to to tell his players you know you know he's got some firm rules i mean the one excuse absence the whole season um is we should have asked him you know what happens after a second excuse absence i think they probably think what they they might sit out a game or something he's not a he's not afraid to 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 sit down those hard lessons too so that's 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 important. Well, let, let me tell you what I saw today. Yeah, you tell uh, you were there in person, saw I, the practice. I, I was watching. You can kind of give us an inside, and, an inside look into your view of of how how their practice was. 
and uh, they they were working hard. And then there got to be a little bit of maybe lackadaisical moment about mm, halfway through, maybe a little better than halfway through the practice. And all of a sudden, he he let them have it. And <laughs> when he came off the ice and I was talking to him, he said, um, normally I'm not that way, but he said, uh, I, I just thought they needed a wake-up call today. And uh, he said, I decided that's what I had to do, and, and we'll see how it works. But he said that's something we had to do to to motivate him. The other thing of it is, is people got to realize that, that this is like his third year, and one of those years was a pandemic year. <laughs> so Really, this is his like second season uh, of coaching games. Yeah. This is his third season with the team, but the middle season there obviously did not take place because of the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, and like he said, he had to take his guys and break them up into two groups and put them in the beer league just so that they could – have some sort of ice uh, and they got him to go out there and play with them and he said that yeah. he was not 21 you know anymore so <laughs> i bet but, they like see i bet they like that too to his players so that was but but here's a good thing he is from minnesota so it's not all bad oh i feel yeah I, that's right i forgot to mention that aspect yeah that 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 stuck out to me too because he's from minnesota and i, or that, I knew that would stick out to you at least because you're, uh, you're the minnesota anyway. guy Anyway, so I, you know, I look at their schedule and I know that they've got a lot of tough games. Uh, I mentioned a few of them. Uh, going to Iowa State this weekend is not going to be fun, I don't think, for the uh, the Buffs. But I know they will give it their all and and give everything they got out there. But geez, Iowa State six and zero already this early in the season, which means that they're hitting their stride, if you will. And then you come back and you get Utah for two games, and then you go on the road to Grand Canyon. And um, I can tell him how far it is if he wants to know how far it is from here to Grand Canyon. I know I know how many miles that is. So <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, you, you know a lot of things about you. You've been doing a lot of traveling these last few months. You, you could probably calculate a lot of, a lot of miles between two well, things. Here's what I was thinking. I was going like, you're doing the, the game of the week this week. And I thought, I got to help you out and do a game of the week. And I was trying to figure out when am I going to do one because – I've got so much NCAA stuff, and uh, when I saw that, yeah, on but the you gave me a you gave Thursday me a midnight game. you gave me a midnight game though. That's how nice you are. You you told me to do this midnight game here, which so so yeah. So anyway, I thought, well, <laughs> Thursday night, hey, I I can do a game on Thursday night, and then I, I got Air Force in Denver on on Friday, and then Air Force in Denver again on Saturday, and they do a little home and home, so um, they play. Uh, one game at Denver, and then they play the second game at Air Force. Or this this case, I think it's at Air Force first, and then Denver Saturday night. So, uh, and it's not a bad drive. I mean, it's it, it's maybe an hour, if that, uh, down the freeway. But well, okay. you did a so you did a thirteen hour drive the other day. So what's one hour drive? Oh, you know, yeah, that's, that's nothing. That's nothing, nothing for you. No, nothing. <laughs> okay, so uh, we were going to start with the rankings, but we got coach on early. So let's get into the ACHA rankings as they came out today. Um, I'll read them off. You tell me what you think. I'm not going to go all of them. I'm going to tell you who the number one team in the country is. Hello, hello, it's Adrian. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I'm going to talk about the WCHL teams. Number eight, UNLV, who you're going to see again this weekend. Uh, number 10, Central Oklahoma. 17 is Arizona. 18 is Missouri State. 23 is Arizona State, who will start their season this weekend against UCO. Uh, and then Oklahoma pulling in number 25, which tells me that receiving votes is Utah, but that tells you how disrespected Utah is amongst the ACHA rankings because they, they beat Arizona to open the season uh, two games. They swept them. So uh, yeah. your thoughts on, on the rankings, it, is it is it what you thought it would be, or do you want me to call Dana and see if he'll give us a breakdown? <laughs> I did. I did send him a text about it, but but we haven't. This isn't even computerized yet. These are still coaches' pulls. So when we, it'll be real interesting when we start when it starts being factored by the com, by the computer rankings. That that's where the real fun begins. But uh, but yeah, some you know Arizona State hasn't played a game yet, so they're still in the top twenty three. I mean, I guess you just kind of have to go off of you know the two, two years ago and just what they are expected to maybe do and and before they even get it. Uh, and then you got a team like. Uh, let's see. What do I want to see here? I see. Uh, let me too. Like let me. Il- let me Illinois, who came to Vegas and lost both games, although <laughs> they kept it a, a, a contest in this. Well, they were close games for the most part, and and they they lost two games here, and they're oh five and one, but they're number twenty in the uh, number twenty in the rankings right now. So, um, you know, we've had this discussion before about how it's how it's determined, but uh, but yeah, Utah, I'm surprised. I you know I. W- they're they're only in the receiving votes. The the two wins over Arizona, who they had pretty pretty high up, and 
and still pretty high up. Actually, they're dropped to 17, but they were uh, previously 13, so they've dropped a few spots. But um, Utah, who wasn't even in receiving votes, is now receiving votes. So I guess they moved up in a way. But but uh, but yeah, let I me tell you two teams to watch out for in the uh, WCHL. Be some eye openers. You're going to see Utah uh, this weekend. Um, I'm going to see them next Thursday. So uh, I think people are sleeping on those two programs. And uh, the reason I say I think well, you and I'll be better not be sleeping next. I mean, even since the midnight game, let's hope they're not sleeping uh, next Thursday when no, Utah comes they, in. They better come ready to play. Um, so that one's coming up. Uh, we're going to get into the schedule here real quickly in just a minute, but I want to throw that out there. Utah, Missouri State, I think, are the dark horses at this point. Um, so I think we could have seven out of ten teams in the WCHL in the top 25 very soon. If not next week, the week after, um, I, I think there'll be seven WCHL teams ranked in the top 25. Okay, so this weekend, here's what's going on. I already alluded to the ITHSW slash WCHL game of the week, the first one of the season. My co-host, Stephen Marsh, gets to uh, run the show on this one. Uh, Utah 2-0-0 at UNLV 2-0-0. Something's got to give, Stephen. Yeah, or it could end in a tie, which it won't, but because it at least go to a, sh- <laughs> a shootout. But. I'll leave it to you to come up with that. Uh, <laughs> Just, it's uh, yeah, something, something we'll have to probably, something we'll have to give, and uh, it will be uh, interesting. Uh, UNLV, uh, I watched their games last week against uh, Illinois, as I mentioned, and uh, they're a good team, but they had some issues with penalties. They took a lot of penalties, and they were trying to find their legs and stuff too, and and uh, but they. You know they they have some good talent on that team. We've talked about them and and the Johnson brothers. They I call them the Johnson John. Johnson brothers are are that's Alec Johnson and Max Johnson. They are uh, pretty good. In fact, they scored. Uh, I wrote it down here because if I didn't write it down, it was going to be hard to find on the website because sometimes scores are hard to to come by. Um, is four? They I think in one of the games they factored in a uh, three out of the four goals in the game. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, and then of course they have good goaltending and stuff. And, uh, by Zach Wixon, who they're pretty high on. And he was, he was pretty impressive in the games, uh, last weekend. So, uh, it's, it's going to be great. And Utah's a great team. Uh, just, you know, winning one of those games five to one against a team like Arizona, who's has a lot, they've well, lost some players, but they've had a lot of their guys back. But I think the benefit that Utah may have had, and then this is not a knock on Utah because they are a good team and they they're going to be in in the mix, is that Arizona, as you mentioned, you know that they had the, their first two games are in Utah that coming off the the pandemic obviously and every team of course they did the practice situation you've addressed that so that may you know the travel there and everything the playing in the Olympic sized ice Olympic sized ice altitude yeah all that stuff so uh, I'm sure I, I expect there, Arizona yeah. when they have their next game. I'm sure Chad Berman will have them ready. And it looked like they got to practice it. Now that the ice is down into Tucson Arena, they'll they'll have a little bit more availability to practice there, hopefully. So that'll be good for them. And, and Okay, uh, so we'll, let's jump into the rest of these before we run out of time. Uh, so Colorado State, 0-2-0 at Arizona, 0-2-0. I think that's an Arizona gets healthy uh, series because Colorado State is uh, – they didn't get their coach till late in the year. They're struggling a little bit, so – uh, I think I, I think early on Colorado State and maybe Colorado will be two teams that'll be tough to uh, they gotta get them legs under them and some confidence built and it's hard to do when you're playing teams like Arizona and Utah and Iowa State and the UCO and Missouri State <laughs> it, there's just no easy games on the schedule. You can't take a night off. Uh, I mean, it's, no. you just went through all those teams and all those teams. It just it makes you it, it just makes you okay. A, so yeah. So let me let me jump into the next series. Colorado, as we spoke with head coach uh, Benny Toller tonight, 0-2-0, headed to Iowa State, 6-0-0. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Let, let's just tell it straight up. Colorado's going to have to really, really play well to uh, hang with Iowa State. Uh, and then Grand Canyon, uh, officially 0-0-0 because they just played their two games last weekend against uh, Division II opponent UNL, uh, NAU. And they and, split those. Uh, uh, split those. They I split believe. those games. Yep. One one, and I think one one in overtime, or lost. Or no, lost one in overtime, or or whatever. So. And, and their uh, their program just flew to Missouri State, so they didn't even bus it. They flew to Missouri State, 
who is at 4-2 and 0, oh, and the only two losses well, from a Missouri little, State a little bit, a little bit of Lindenwood. A little bit of a travel. Uh, that would be a little bit of a bus ride from Phoenix yeah. to uh, yeah. Missouri State. Oh, shush. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, okay. but you're, 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 not anyway. a team, you're not a hockey team and a bus driver. That has I know, I'm just old. That. <laughs> okay, so so Grand Canyon uh, officially 0-0-0 at Missouri State 4-2-0, and uh, and then UCO 5-0-0 at Arizona State, which is uh, playing their first games uh, of the season, 0-0-0, obviously, and Oklahoma at 2-1-0 is idle this week. So that is your wrap-up of what's going on in the uh, WCHL. In the WWCHL, I believe Arizona State is um, – is it Grand Canyon they have this weekend, or they have somebody else? I, I can't remember their schedule off the top of my head. Shame on me. I should know that. Hold on, I got it right here. They they oh, sent out their uh, they sent out their newsletter, the uh, ASU women, and it is going to be Grand Canyon uh, on eighth uh, and the ninth. So yeah, that would be okay. uh, Friday and Saturday at Oceanside Ice Arena. Uh, Five thirty is the puck drop for Friday's game, and Saturday's puck drop is at four thirty p.m. Uh, tickets are five dollars at the door. And ASU students and current IDs are granted free admission. So, yeah, that's uh, the there you go. There, there you go. Okay. All right. So, unless you've got something else, we made it. We wrapped it up on time. And uh, by the way, by the way, this is this this is what we've been wanting, Scott. I mean, this is when we started. We this is the type of thing we break down games and matchups and talk about standings and rankings and everything. That was what we've been wanting for all this time. And so, I I, I was kind of in this moment where we knew it was coming, but it was like. Okay, we're getting there, but you know, let's not get anything in the way. That's we're like there now. We're, we're there, there now. now, and now we're just full steam ahead, including well, me that maybe got to get some Z's in so I can be uh, wide awake for a midnight game tomorrow. Uh, and, and let me tell you that uh, a couple of things with the um, with COVID still going on. I can tell you here at Denver, it's still a health check. It's still yeah, it's still a factor a for sure. Uh, the fans are going to be there, but you got to be vaccinated. You got to. Uh, go through all of that, the processes. and uh, But what is nice is I did a couple of interviews uh, the last couple of days with uh, NCAA players at Denver, and uh, I had my mask on. Of course, they didn't have to wear their mask, but it was uh, it was just fun to do those one-on-one interviews again and to see the smiles. I could see the smiles on their face, and I, today I made a real effort. I had Bobby Brink on, and I, I made a real effort to try to make him smile and, and enjoy it. And you could see that that the joy is there, and I asked him. I said, "You know, you're drafted by the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. Is there any real pressure put on for you to uh, maybe leave early? Or are you 100% into Denver?" And he said, "I am 100% in at Denver." So that that was kind of fun to hear. But anyway, um, now were you smiling through the mat? I mean, not oh, that people would be I able to tell because you can you're... hear me laugh. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you can hear people time. laugh, but when you smile, sometimes you can't see it through a mask. I'll give you a little a little piece of uh, information that that drives Paul crazy, and I come up with nicknames <laughs> for players. But when I watch Bobby play, and uh, I'm familiar with his dad, I, I know his dad fairly well from years ago. We used to play golf against each other back in Minnesota. And um, well, I was going to say, it had to be from the Minnesota days. It just I just so, figured it. So had anyway, to I, I watched Bobby play in the World Juniors last year and win a gold medal, and I told him, I said. Every time I saw you on the ice, it was like a blur. I would see Bobby here, and then all of a sudden, next time I see Bobby over here, and I didn't know how you got from there to there. And he kind of smiled at me, and I said, "So I coined the uh, the the nickname Bobby the Blur Brink," and and he said <laughs> he kind of smiled and laughed. And I said, "So if you ever hear that anywhere, you owe me now because I'm the one that started that." He said, "Okay, you get you get royalties on that if, <laughs> if that goes big." But anyway, it, when I was telling him that, his, his middle name, just so you know, his Bobby Orr, O-R-R, Brink. Oh, now that's that's a name that Pocky fans should be familiar with. Yeah. How cool is that, to be named <laughs> Bobby cool. Orr, Brink? Not as uh, cool. I, that's probably cooler than me being named after Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. That's that that's pretty <laughs> cool. But Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr. Uh, is that and the last name? I forget the last name, but uh, Brink. that's Brink. Bobby or Brink. Bobby or Brink. Yep. So, certainly, certainly better than being named Steven Tyler Marsh. But uh, or, or you could be, or, <laughs> or you could be Bobby the Blur Brink. Paul's gonna <laughs> just roll over when he hears that, so that's why I had to get it one more time in there. <laughs> All right, my friend, take it away and uh, good luck in the midnight game. We look forward to seeing what you come up with for our first game of the week. The pressure is on. Yeah, hopefully I don't. Uh, 
fall asleep. You know, <laughs> we never want to sleep on any sort of job. But if there's any, it's a it's a midnight you, game. That you aren't sleeping at that hockey game. I'll well, I gotta work my day job on during the day, and I just got accepted to go to the Golden Knights. So I'm not gonna try to bounce. So I try to go to some of the VGK game and then make it a double header and go to UNLV game. Well, I was gonna definitely beat the crazy UNLV fool, game. crazy fool. But All right. what am I complaining it. about? We 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 didn't have any hockey for a while, and now we have. Yeah. Too much to handle, right? Exactly. <laughs> which, which there's never exactly. it's too much to handle. Okay. Uh, from the Summer Skate Studios, Clubs Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's new phone for yourself or child's first phone, go to boostmobile.com and click on deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment. Wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to rebelhockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, just because the summer is gone doesn't mean we like to keep drinks to be warm. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to icetimehockeysw.com and click on the green tab of the squad locker banner to get yours. University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. All right, we'll see you tonight. A little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and uh, wish everybody a safe and uh, happy hockey weekend. Good night, everybody. Time for me to get some sleep here. I got a game in a little over 24 hours. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>